It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yep, and today's over-unders are brought to us by our favorite sportsbook because it's the sportsbook of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports the Show. The only one we know. That is Bet Jack. Yeah. Hey, Ultimate Cleveland Sports fans, are you looking for the Ultimate Sportbook? Well, guess what? The answer to your question is BetJack. It is live. Download the BetJack app today so you can have skin in every game, anywhere, anytime. BetJack, not only Ohio Sportsbook, but also the official sports. You ever heard of a three-headed of monster? Sports show. Yes, three-headed monster. Can yeah. we take Adam's camera? There's a three-headed monster right there. <laughs> We're swinging over. That is terrifying. Yeah, man. I, 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 I must like the, the new look is much better. Lou look is better, man. Thank you. You know, it almost looks like look look. look I feel badass with this. It almost this looks like he has here. long hair and it's pulled back. Like there's a shot there that, that when you tilt your head back the right way, it almost looks like you've got like a like, ponytail. Like if he, <laughs> hey, hey, I can't it's confirm. Super Bull does not hey, have a mullet. Hey man, he looks. No hey, hey, he looked like a French mobster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> French. <laughs> Yeah, French. I mean, you could at least be an Italian mobster. Who the hell wants to be a French mobster? A French mobster. Well, I mean, I would take Italian mobster. I'd take Israeli mobster. How about Russian mob- mobster? I'll oh. take Russian mobster. Yeah. French, French mobster. French mobster. <laughs> French mobster. That's like a Canadian mobster. Come on. They just Canadian mobster. Ah. Excuse me, sir. May I have everything you have in your possession? Right ah. I mean, give me a Palestinian mobster. <laughs> give me something cool. I don't want to be a French All right, mobster. Um, so explain how over-unders work here. So I picked five props from the Bet Jack Sportsbook. I'm going to tell you what it is, what I like, and you're going to tell me whether you like it or whether you hate it. With heads on sticks? With heads mm-hmm. on a stick. If okay. you like it, give me the happy face. If you hate it, give me the other face. Before okay. you take it, Steve, let me set this one up. LeBron James is 36 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time NBA scoring record. They play the Thunder tonight on TNT in the Crypto Center, a.k.a. the Staples Center. Screw you, Crypto. I hate you. Oh, yeah. The over-under for points tonight for LeBron, 32 and a half. Mm. I'm taking the under. You sound like someone who lost money on crypto. Yeah. No, I just think it's so stupid that's not the Staples Center. Oh, okay. And it has nothing to do with crypto. I don't like crypto, actually. I don't understand how that really works. But besides the point. Are we I say under. No, G. Bush. No, G. Bush. No. G. Bush. Why do you think he's going to score? You think over he's breaking the record tonight. Heck yeah. He wants it at home. Look, like you got under. They are at home tonight. You yeah. got under. But they're home next game too. No. Oh, I thought they were on the road next no, game. No, they're home. No, they're home hey. tonight, and then home Thursday against Milwaukee. There is no way LeBron James ain't breaking this record. Did you see Kobe Bryant roll out with sixty in his last game? Yeah, and but G. Came, hmm? I think Jason. I remember who. I can't remember who made the point before. The I show. said it this morning. I was Mikey McNuggets, who said LeBron don't want to break it in the fourth quarter with two minutes left, and it like interrupts. Stop the game and have this big it's ceremony. Awkward. He and... wants to break it in the first quarter against Milwaukee, who Kareem Abdul played for, Kareem Abdul Jabbar played for, and uh, bro, there does seem to be a lot of synergy bro. for the Milwaukee and the Lakers yep. breaking it. Bro, in NBA scripted. You think it's just a coincidence that bro. Milwaukee well, the NBA happens is to be coming to town? I thought it was just the NFL. Bro, this, sports are, this, this whole show scripted. I got the whole 2023 script on the first of the year. Bro, y'all crazy. Let me see it. Hey, if you you can't tell me, that's like somebody asking you, can you want you want to open your Christmas presents today or tomorrow? Today, give me my gifts. This man gonna go out here and he gonna get every shot he wants. Jeez. He's gonna start the game He's off. Calculated, LeBron. He don't want to break. Oklahoma City's a nothing team. That's why they'll be up forty. And right, he's not and gonna, he's play. gonna sit out. You don't think he wants to break it with Giannis in attendance and Giannis has to watch him Does he want to do it in a win or does he want to do it in a loss? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Oh, it would, it would definitely matter to me. I think he's going to get it to, tonight. It is what it is. Love it. He don't care about right. Giannis. He's not sure. No, no, no. Well, you're going to, one way or another, you're going to have to stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning. To Speaking of scripts, real quick, let's take Tagboard full. Miles Garrett just tweeted this out. Me reading the Pro Bowl script. Appreciate everyone checking in. We are all good to go over here. Go Browns. So hopefully it's not a big toe. He seems to be in good spirits. Miles Garrett playing there in that game from last week that the, the NFL script is scripted, hilarious. which was some of the funniest quote tweets oh of all time. God. And I can't believe people thought that was real. Like anyone who believed that, just 
Hey, you listen, know. there were people that believed it. By the, two, I know. By the way, the there two, also people believe that DeMar Hamlin's cloned. Right. Oh, my come God. On. And, and there's people that still think that, uh, you know, these elections are rigged, bro. Come yeah. on, bro. I got a legitimate email from a guy probably sounded like he was in his 60s or 70s because yeah. he talked about Jim Brown, who told me that he thinks that it's DeMar Hamlin. And he said, if you look carefully on his video, he doesn't have tattoos on an arm in which he previously has tattoos. Hey, man, y'all baby boomers got it. I'm like, hey, no, this is a 70 year old. Hey, hey, these dudes, I I mean, y'all, I, I don't know. Y'all talk about my generation yeah. and, these, and, and, and the millennials being, you know, it's a lot of people that that's my dad's friends. I'm looking at him like, hey, man, bro, you get your boy over there. But he is on in cloud nine. By the way, in addition to all these football tweets about uh, the script, yeah. there's another big thing that's happening now is all these baseball tweets where a, a, some random baseball player is alleged to be dating Margot Robbie. Have you guys seen this? No, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's so just, there was a TMZ report like a week or so ago that I don't remember who the first player was, that some baseball player was dating. You know Margot Robbie yeah, is? The I actress? do. And no. so, so why, why her? Because she's a single A-list celebrity it, who's very it, it attractive. It started well, just... a lot of them. No, but it started as if it was a real report. Like, they thought oh, it was okay. really happening. Yeah. But ever since then, now there's all these fake reports of another baseball player That's dating Marco Robbie. That's because I saw the one about, like, some Ohio State backup linebacker. <laughs> People I was like, oh, my God, good yeah. for him. And now How did he pull that? Right. Now, <laughs> it's gone, now it's gone beyond baseball I players. didn't realize it was... Yeah, I think we should send one as a group that Bull is now dating Marco Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, how are your People wife feel about that? Lying. My wife would not appreciate that. Part. Yeah, so <laughs> she'd she'd be okay with the joke. Gosh, I don't know. This right, go either way. way. Yeah. If he wants it, he can get it. Tonight. If he wants it, sure. And and uh, just when you think you've got him, because I'm in the camp of 28 tonight, six or eight gets at the first quarter. I'm wholeheartedly in that camp. But as soon as you think you've got LeBron figured out, yeah, man, he's gonna... is when he pivots and he'll have 36 and a half What did you make of the maybe it's me tweet? I think he's having fun with it. You do? I just think he was – I cracked up. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, too, but I thought, is this like some self-inspection going on here for no. LeBron? No, I, He's no. not known for that. No. I, I think he's reached the point in his career that, like, he openly addresses things. He's not afraid to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Like, he'll go on at length about Kyrie, and, yeah, I'm disappointed, but we got to move on. Hey, he'll yeah. say things now that he wouldn't have said 10 years ago, and can, I think that's can, a perfect that's example. So, so, it's crazy, man. How, how does it feel to win the all-time leading score and you still feel like – I could still get 30. I could say whatever I want. I mean, he could have 30 in the first half tonight if he wanted to. Yeah. On, if he decided to, he'll break it tonight. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. It's just a matter of does he want to do it tonight or does he want to do it I had a com- right. I had a conversation with Draymond Green a couple years ago about LeBron. And it was his last year in Cleveland. And Draymond was talking to someone from high school, and like a teacher or something, who said, hey, man, you guys get in Boston. This is going into like game six or seven or something. He's like – LeBron's done, man. They're cooked. Boston's going to win this. And Draymond's like, listen, let me tell you how this is going to go. That man's going to hold the ball for 48 minutes. He's going to play every minute of the game, and he's going to dictate tempo and control of everyone else on the he floor. And, just, Dray- and Draymond said that's exactly what happened. I just he watched that game. He, facts. he controlled every – who else in this league can control nine other dudes on the floor? He can, he can control the whole thing. Because he does everything. Yeah. Had Jeff Green looking like an All-American. <laughs> If he he wants it tonight, he'll have it tonight. I think it'll be Thursday. All right, we got to run through the last of these because then we got to talk about something that I'm very passionate about. All right. A top five that Nick Camino sparked that we're going to report. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. So, all right, next one is still another LeBron one. Over under two and a half three-pointers tonight. I'm taking the under on the points. I'm also taking the under on the threes. No. No. Stop. Jay disagrees. G disagrees. Bull agrees. And Jason is on. I just want to use this face. I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. (laughs) Keep it moving. There we go. We'll we'll move on to the next one. We'll keep it moving. Uh, Steve, skip till the next. uh, It's 179. Devin Booker makes his return tonight after a long hiatus. He was out five weeks. They're playing the Brooklyn Nets. His over-under in his first game back is set for 20.5. I'm taking the over. The Nets can't guard anybody right now. Yeah, that's why I'm taking the over, too. Like Booker will roll out there and get it. I'll take. Can I have one of these for I don't give a crap? <laughs> yeah, I wondered why that was on the list. Although I'm glad you. Well, the next one's even more. Uh, I'm gonna say over. I'll take the under because guys in their first big game back from injury sometimes struggle. Yeah, oh, you said like, under. The, or Cavs, don't play the Cavs don't play. I take the over on this one. Yeah, if the Cavs you. don't play. We'll do this with Cavs games and some more Cavs stats. Yeah. But I don't okay. want to do all LeBron. We could do how many you know steals LeBron over one and a half. But I figured we diversify a little bit. Okay. No, that's fine. I just don't care about Devin Burke Booker. Okay. 
Do you right. care about Dylan Brooks? Though? See how much you care about Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Over under 12 and a half for Cleveland's number one villain against Chicago tonight. I refuse to ever give Dylan Brooks props anymore because he's a dirty son of a bee. I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'm taking the under too. I don't like yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, so by the way, he's not the number one enemy, is he? Well, recently, he is. right now he is. Right now, I mean, recency bias bull. Yeah, he is definitely prisoner of the moment. He punched Mid our Nuggets chosen is. son in the private area, I know. which we now know. <laughs> Who the cat will get you a twenty thousand dollars? Go ahead, Ain't make a vasectomy joke, Mike. Steph Go Curry. ahead. I know where you're going Dray with it. Draymond Green. Joakim Noah. It was Draymond Green. Noah. It was Draymond Green. Kelly Olynyk. Yeah. No, he was for in me there. Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph was in there. I don't dislike Steph anymore. Do you guys? I never no, disliked him. No, I, I, I used he's, to. Yeah, yeah, he's off. But now I like him. I just liked him on the court. He's off the hook. But he's just. He's such a likable guy. So likable. Draymond is not likable. At least. But you Draymond. In real like life, Draymond. Draymond is, you know Everybody this, says he's nice. like not in between the lines. Yeah. He's super nice. Yeah, I like Draymond. Why is he such I a like D-bag on the court? It's the, it's the it's, game. It's, it's, it's like Stipe said last week. There's yeah. a switch I have. Yeah, all right, fair enough. When you pull up. Next. Last one. Over under 47 and a half total points, rebounds, and assists for the reigning MVP. Nikola Jokic against Minnesota tonight. Oh, so he do Anytime that every they night? play Gobert. That's what I thought. I'm like, God, I, I think he, it's probably his averages. Still, it's right around his average. It's I essentially he averages a triple-double. This yeah, is saying, is I he going to record a triple-double against it. Minnesota? Yeah, I'm saying he does. And I say yes. I just I think Rudy Gobert is an atro atrocity to the NBA right now after what yeah. he went for and how bad he's playing. So Rudy Jokic going to crush him. Hey, uh, you know, uh, I still don't understand how Jokic does it. Jeez, I don't he just. I don't understand. He's pretty it. fly for a white guy. He is, man. He just be moving <laughs> at his own little pace, doing slow figure rolls. But when you look at him in street clothes, like you're not thinking that he's that guy. No, at well, all. He definitely is. But that's like Larry Bird. I remember the first time I saw Larry Bird in person, and he he was in street clothes. He wasn't a basketball uniform, and I thought, there's no freaking way. There is no freaking way that that guy is that yep. guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And By the way, watch him yep. play. Steve Becker says tickets for tonight's Lakers game are at two hundred forty-eight dollars a piece, and over ninety-six thousand for Thursday's game. That's courtside seats. That's that's a regular ticket, and then the courtside ticket for Thursday. That's yeah. not like the entry fee to get in. I you know, you. I, I I despise L.A. and those that live there so much. I hope that everybody speculates and buys gate tickets for Thursday, and, and it, it happens tonight. tonight. <laughs> Take that, Jack well, Nicholson. We just got this from TMZ. Jason Lloyd and his Mercedes are dating A-list actress Margot Robbie. <laughs> Honey, Wait, that's TMZ? not true. Honey, that's not true. Because TMZ never puts <laughs> stuff off that's not true. Hey, let me see that. <laughs> Who's this Margot lady? <laughs> you don't know Margot you Robbie? Know I don't know. You She's smoking yeah, hot, you'll Margot know her, Robbie. Yeah, when you see the picture. Here, look, G. Yeah. Not my We type. even have it on tag board. That's how official this She's is. She's ugly. Not my type. <laughs> She's not your type, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just, <laughs> per TMZ. Like, hey, uh, yeah, so yeah. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. That's she the first was movie. in Wolf Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And really she was also a Haley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right, we, we got to get to the next topic. She's this, okay. Yeah, this really right. grinds my gears here, guys. Mm. Hopefully this top five is better than yesterday's because yesterday's top five was ass. Monday's sorry, yesterday. You didn't like the Johnson Bowl? No. Okay. Well, this one, this one's personal. <laughs> Wait, that was. What, what did you just say? You didn't like the Johnson, the Johnson Bowl. <laughs> there are yeah. seven Johnsons playing the Super Bowl. This is the Johnson Bowl, the most Johnsons hey. ever in one Super Bowl. Oh, okay. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Let me. I gotta set this up. Later in the show, we're gonna run a package from Nick Camino, who works upstairs, about the Popeyes meme kid who now plays football at Lake Erie College down the street. That's gonna be what the internet says later. So I DM Nick. Take it. Can you WeTransfer me the file after it airs tomorrow? And he said, yep. What's your email, pal? Wow. I got palled so hard yesterday by Nick Camino. Me and Nick are not friends, really. Like, I know Nick. We're cool. Well, but I got palled. He could have gone chief. He could have gone ace. He could have gone a lot of things that would have been condescending. Bud. Pal is just, if you know Nick, that's Nick. Okay, well, I don't know Nick like that. I don't so, know. Yeah, apparently you do now. This okay. inspired a top five of the five most 
How unintentionally this? disrespectful things you can be called in a disrespectful manner. This is white humor. This is white humor. I don't know these. <laughs> I don't know that. That's not disrespectful. Like that's I just, don't think it is either. I don't know. We okay. don't do that. I don't think Nick meant it in a disrespectful way. Okay. But when you get called you, pal, you, it is absolutely disrespectful. What? Like what's up? Buddy? It means I don't give a crap about you enough. Okay, so what are or the I don't five know that your you name. came up with? Because I hey, got, like, I think Chief and Ace. Those what? are the two I use when I want to backhand comment somebody. <laughs> well, Chief, yeah, Chief. Like, hey. I have never called anybody Ace. <laughs> oh, listen, try it. They'll look at you like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I may try that one. Ace, Ace. or Chief. Chief always gets them too. So Chief, there was a viral moment this past summer with Chief that is now. If you call someone Chief, it's like we're throwing hands on the spot. Yeah, so I, Chief, I took Chief out of that because. Gee, I'll send you the moment. Trust me. It, it, I can't explain it without the yeah, context. You I, need nobody ever called you chief? Bro, we don't do that in my community. What, are you, what is it? <laughs> we dap everybody up. Like, yo, what's up? What's up, fam? <laughs> so this is the top five All things top that you five. could be called in a workplace that you can't get reported for. Like, I can't yeah, report Nick pal for is calling the white a pal. fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, like, pretty much, It's yeah. innocuous. It's like, I don't know. Uh, All right, pal. go ahead, man. Let me see. Maybe I'll yeah. get into it. So number five, you don't call someone sport. Like, what's up? <laughs> Look sport. <at> sport. <laughs> Who calls sport? Yeah. That's something you'd say to, like, a kid. Yeah, sport is something you yeah. say to a little exactly. guy. Champ, and that champ is another one. That is the point. It is not not that – listen, I do like Nick. This is not a shot at Nick. I don't yeah. think Nick was trying to talk down to me by calling me pal. Like, I call my son pal once in a while. And that's perfect. How did, but, you, yeah. how did you reply to it? Uh, let me see if it's – Pal, question mark? Hold on. I will read this. I can't show it. But I, re I responded – if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I haven't been palled in a long, long time, buddy. <laughs> which, we're gonna get, which we're going to get to in a sec. Yeah. Nick probably went over that 50 times to try to tell what you really meant by yeah. that. I, I like Nick, and I'll tell you the end of the story when we okay. get to He's the Nick later. is the most easygoing, laid-back, yeah, likable, harmless. I have no beef with Nick. Treats I like everybody night. Everybody yeah. loves Nick. Yeah. And, that, and that's the point. Upstairs, I he's, he'd probably run for homecoming court upstairs <laughs> and win the game. I think. All right, here's, here's number four. What's up, kiddo? <laughs> Look at kiddo. You. Don't yeah, you kiddo. dare. <laughs> don't you dare call Anthony kiddo or I'll fight hey. you on the spot. You don't call an adult kiddo. This yeah. is my point. You also don't call an adult pal. Unless apparently you do. Apparently you do. Kyrie called me kid. <laughs> he did. What up, kid? You know Kyrie what? called Jason, me kid. You're ten years older than him. Of course, it was condescending. Yeah, that's it's my when point. He was, it was right when he left for Boston, right with his first trip back. Nice. He said hey, something. Nice article, kid. 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 Yeah, kid is is kid is definitely like yeah. ace chief. Yeah. Yeah, ace. I didn't have on here. That's a good one. Yeah. Number three, we've already talked about, but it's worth rebringing up. Champ. <laughs> Yeah, champ, no doubt. Champ. I, that was a really like good the, effort. Champ. I say champ to my son all the time. Yeah, Once it again, is, talking it to your something, son, yeah, for it's yeah, what for you your say to guy. your son, not hey, an adult man to an adult man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Number two is pal. I got pal tarred <laughs> yesterday. So th this is number two, and I responded with the only appropriate – also, that's a real picture of me, Anthony. I, he put the headshot on. That's just me. Yeah. I responded, Steve, just directly. I can tell one. by the guns. Yeah, I yeah. responded with the only way you could respond to pal, which is buddy. buddy. If you're going to pal me, I'm going to buddy the crap out of you right back. So. I, I now think you is, missed it. I mean, I like all those, but Chief and Ace have to be yeah. on the list. I didn't think of Ace. Chief, like I said, Chief has a different connotation after this meme. It, what, is, what meme? I missed that. There was a. Confrontate. I'm going to try to explain a meme and do a, or a video that mm. went viral. There's a confrontation in a Walmart. and Of course in a Walmart. It was a Walmart. There was some – it was racial divide. We'll just say it at that. Yeah. And some guy walked up to the other guy and said, you're not that effing guy, chief. And the other guy just literally put the tail between his legs and walked away. Oh, so, well, I guess he's so not that So now if you guy. say chief, it's <laughs> like – by the way, every story like that either starts with 
in Walmart or in Florida? <laughs> yeah, one or the other. Florida and a Walmart, it's Florida. Not, Walmart, it's Florida, 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 then it's all you health. You have to follow the Twitter handle, Florida Man. Oh. Uh, yeah, Florida oh, Man. Epic. Yeah. Okay. All right, now, but wait all a good stories okay. start with the Florida, a Florida Man. Man. Okay. But let's go back to the buddy, because I say bud to people all the time. Is bud different from buddy? Or am I being disrespectful and don't know it? Well, I'm like, how do you hey, say bud. Like, hey, bud. What's going on? No, no. Hey, bud's fine. Hey, bud, I'll take. Hey, all right, wait a second. I need to ask it's a serious question, though, end. which is a spinoff of this conversation. It's a Just great don't conversation. Give the D. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do when you've worked with someone a while, or oh, I know where you're going or you go this. to a store all the yeah. time and the yep. people know you, yep. and you don't know people's names? Big guy. Everybody, man. To I go me to is man. Big guy. I go yeah. to man. Hey, man. I'm big guy. I feel so bad. There's one store I go to. Like I'm there three, four times a week. I know. And everybody there knows my name. And I don't know any of their names. It's tough. And now I can't ask because I've been going for a long time. You know, I know. Yeah, everybody's no, it, big guy. Like, I, I even it. people, it's tough to know yeah. when someone comes up to you, have have you met them? Because I've done this before. Yeah. Hey, great to see you again. I've never met you. This is the first. Oh, So yeah. then you're backed into that corner. Yep. So I go with the completely always interchangeable. Yeah. Hey, big guy. Good to see you. Yeah. Fact. See what you oh. got. What, what my what I do oh, when I'm with yeah. my wife is I'll my wife will go over to the person. Yes, and then you say, "Yes, yes, yes." I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. honey, we, we've run that. Go we run, run that. Go day, run right? some intel. We've run that pick and roll I, before. I, I don't know this guy, and I, he's coming his way. Go yeah, set the no screen idea. for me. Pocket By the way, it's a it's a foul too. Don't be asking nobody do they know your name. As used to happen all the time in college. You don't even matter know my name, do you? No, I don't. You didn't. We what? Like, I'm sorry. Stop trying to get you can't. Can't get that off. If you have to ask, the I odds know. are no. I, I don't always know feel name. bad when that happens. I do too. It's terrible. Don't. Yeah. That, it's on that person. Yeah. Two things. One, what I do for random people. What's up, boss? I just call him boss. Boss, boss. works too. That's my big guy. Two, I made a crucial error here, but it actually enhances Pow being even more disrespectful. Okay. I just looked up that video that I told you about, Chief. It was Pal, not Chief. You're not that guy, Pal. Trust me, you're not that effing guy, pal. Double paled him. Wow. Which makes what Nick that's why, to be even worse. That's why you were offended by it. And I thought it was Chief in my head, so yeah. Chief is fine. You know what, Chief? On the appropriate list, but it's still disrespectful. Oh, not Chief as bad. Chief is absolutely disrespectful. Pal yeah. has now skyrocketed Buddy, which means I need to find something worse than Buddy to get back to Nick with, because I thought I won up Nick, Go with but Ace. now I got one down Go on Go with Nick. Ace. Well, Ace you, or Chief? Y'all really can't – well, somebody had to explain it to me in the chat. That said, G. Bush, this is the equivalent of somebody calling you son. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. Or the equivalent of somebody calling y'all something that y'all can't say. So it's like little – you see how that goes? They understand what the word is, but y'all can't say it. Well, I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I know I, what you mean, G. Bush. You, like, I've been in the left lock, locker rooms to know what you right, mean. Right. They'll be like, man, use a little. What? You can't call me no little. What you mean? That, oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah G. See, Bush is the only one who can say this word, but he's not going to say oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you got to fight for that. Like, you just got to fight. You be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. We could be, even if your brother say that, bro, your brother tell you that. I'm like, hold on, bro. You can't say that to me. In you mean a of, white guy said that to you? No, I'm just saying that's the equivalent of the black code of, of, of what y'all talking about. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get pal or guy. I'm like, why is that disrespectful? They was like, no, no, no. That's the equivalent of you walking down the street and somebody call you that. I said, oh, yeah. I'm just saying now. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. <laughs> I get you. I see why that's disrespectful. Jason been in some locker rooms. <laughs> oh, I've heard a thing or two. <laughs> and it's funny. People will say, why are you guys so comfortable? They're comfortable saying that. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. If you know, you know. They're like, there's people right now so confused. Yeah. They're so confused. Like, what is he talking about? But you'll about? never explain it to them. No. So you just got to know. You got to so. go ask a black friend. <laughs> you got one, to one agree. Last, you don't have like one, find one. one. That sounds like one. a good show segment. Yeah, ask, <laughs> ask, ask a black, black friend. friend. Yeah. G. Bush, if, if you want to do that, come up with some. We'll, we'll put some graphics together. Can, uh, <laughs> you know what? Real I think, no, G. Bush goes on the street and does, you know, the man on the street? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really the man on the street. Yeah, yeah it's like the, 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 Not the street. The street yeah. Like man on the street. Yeah, yeah it's like, like the real street. In Collinwood over there just hanging out. <laughs> I, I, I have to say this since we're kind of on the topic. When Chris Haynes was in Cleveland, Chris now is doing great things at TNT, sidelines and all yeah. that. When Chris was covering the Cavs 
it was me, Chris, Joe, and, and McMenamin. And I used to say, I used to love to make Chris go out and do white people things. <laughs> so we would go to Oklahoma City and go to like this country bar and throw darts. <laughs> and, and, and Chris Line is like, dance. Chris is looking around like, how, what did I do wrong in life that this is where I'm at? You can't be throwing no darts and, and in a Chris, place of eatery. Chris Haynes threw darts like Araldus Chapman. He would just throw it 110 100 miles, miles an hour, an hour and oh hope it stuck into the board. It is, was you can barely pull a dart out. Oh, it was, it was a fantastic oh, night. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Now that make a great segment. Yeah, G. Bush, we'll work on that uh, after. I got make, one more yeah. thing. Make yeah. G do white people things. G. Bush does white things. There you go. I uh, I got a bow tie in the Camino conversation. We're gonna bring in Darren Smith. I see him from Radio Row. Take we're going to need a mic check in a sec. But I love bowling. After we talk to Darren, we're going to run that package from Nick. And Nick was supposed to send package. me the package yesterday before he left work. He didn't, so he told me how to get it this morning from the RV. Do we have it now? We do have it, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. So I texted him this morning and said, everything's in, easy money. And he said, perfect. Also, my wife read that text first, yelled at me in the shower. Who is McNuggets, and what does he mean? Everything's in, easy money. So, Nick, I apologize for ruining your morning. Wow, Buddy. Nick's getting his text screen from wifey. Wow. Buddy. I've been to dinner with Nick and his wifey. She didn't seem like that kind of. Just saying. Wow. wow. Just saying. We love Nick. Nick's All actually kinds come, of trouble. should come down one day. Nick would be fun on the show. For well, after, Nick, is, Nick is great fun. After putting on Twitter that I'm marrying Margot Robbie, my texts are about to get screened <laughs> when I get home. Thanks a lot for that, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you want to do some membership so I get a mic check on Darren and then we'll Sure, uh, let's do it. I'll tell you what, $1.99 is the original tier, the starters tier. You get the emojis, the badges, the community posts. Then you got to step things up possibly for the coaches tier. For less than $60 a year, just $4.99 a month, you get everything in the starters tier. Plus the overtime content and overtime today. What the hell are we talking about? I forgot what we're talking about on overtime today. You remember? Plus, Josh Johnson and the interview. And what more Peter reporters need to be like that little guy. Oh, yeah, the little Johnson. guy who did uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. If, Josh if, Jacobs you, if you haven't seen the video, there's this little guy, I can't think of his name. Well, we're going to show it. And he's interviewing Josh Jacobs. I don't know where this kid came from. He is the cutest kid. And he is, I mean, he must be like eight, nine years old, but he, he talks like he's, he's an adult. And it was unbelievable, this interview. This you kid's forgot about, destined for stardom. forgot about the budget. You forgot about the budget membership. The budget membership is this. You ain't even got to pay us nothing. It's but free. what you can do. Okay. Let's hit that like button. Stop playing. Like button is free. The like button is just like, boop. I know y'all in there. I see y'all. It's 800 people in here. I need, I need eight. I should have 800 likes, right? Theoretically. Sure. Theoretically. Theoretically, we should have 1,000 likes a show, right? So it's free. Go ahead, hit me up with that uh, that budget membership, courtesy of G. Bush. Free's the best. By the way, apparently Miles Garrett's dislocated toe popped right back into place somehow. How do people know that? Well, I imagine they talked to the trainer that probably That's did what it. Ian Rappaport just uh, reported. Yeah. <laughs> the toe just went right back. Has in anybody there. ever had a dislocated finger or toe? I've had both. I have. I have. They're not fun. But but when that when they are popped in and, and as long as there's no break and nothing's, it, it's fine. They yeah. put a Especially if it's not the but big toe. But it hurts toe. just as bad when they knock it yeah. in. Yeah. Is when it gets knocked. I got a broken hurt. toe hurts like hell. I got hurt. I broke my toe doing white things. I Bowling. Was, I, I was 12 years old and it was raining outside. We was yeah. at a, a baseball a pizza party, and there was this pool. And everybody was like, yo, don't run to the swimming pool. My mom said I couldn't get in. It cleared up. I was able to get in. So me, I took off and ran. My big self, and I was about the same size I am today. It was At a 12. It was a grassy knoll. <laughs> that was a grassy knoll that was wet. And I went whoop, fell down this thing, and it was concrete steps. And my toe hit this concrete step and I rolled over tumbled didn't fall into the water and I looked down I was like I'm good I went to get up I said something's funny I can't stand I looked down and was like (laughs) point in the other direction (laughs) I ran and tackled my mom she was so embarrassed because there was a bunch of white people around it was just me she was like why are you playing this why are you doing this I said my toe my toe my toe I told her so bad. The grassy knoll got me. The grassy you, knoll got me. I had to get a pin put in it. It was looking terrible. It was Ooh. leaning like this. Ooh. Yeah, that's <clears> never fun. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Let's go to Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. Site, I guess Glendale. It's nice and warm there. Yeah, it is. You, it's supposed to be. I, I, the last time it was there, I was out there, and it was not so great. It was like 40s in the morning. Mm-hmm. Got up into the mid-50s. It was not a great week. Um, 
Darren Smith before covers we punch the him up, Real quick, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Off, Jay. Earl set this up, and he said that he's coming with the most swag that anyone's ever worn on UCSS. What? And Darren, I don't know Darren. My man delivered. What's up, Darren? Wow, let's see it. Hey! What's going on, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darren yeah, is dressed on, for radio. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Hell, Darren, you're dressed for TV row. That, you look too good for radio, man. That part is true. That part is true. I, I'm going to be honest. I, you, and I'm sure you know him, Jay. Uh, his name is Jared Bell from USA Today. Oh, I know he well. had, um Yeah, so he, he had coined a couple years ago. He said, this is my brand. I had joked I was doing the weight loss thing, and I told him I'm going to come to L.A., you know, last year and being, you know, a white beater and, and, and <laughs> lathered in baby oil. And he said, you can't do that. You have a brand. You have to wear a suit every day. And so Dana White in Miami, the year that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, sat down and said, look, everybody here dressed around, you know, T-shirts and these guys look like ragamuffins. He said, you look like you're running for president. He said, I like the way you look. Keep it up. So hey, Dana White working. It. I, I have to do it. So. Darren, it's working, man. And you're right. That's That's a good lane to be in because on Radio Row, I swear, people, it it's rough, man. They look like me. They look like bull on Radio Row. They haven't shaved. They don't care because. No, <laughs> hey, my beard is neat and trim. Why do you baby? catch him like that, Steve? You ain't no good. That is messed up. Hey, hey. So, 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 look. Here, here's a fun fact. I literally watch you all every day. So, like, you all are second in my view, and I have to watch Undisputed first, and I have to watch you all before I watch First wow. Take and everything else. So, you all are. are it's an everyday must. Like I didn't get in from from uh, from open night last night, and I couldn't go to bed until I watched yesterday's episode with you wow, all. So look that's, how, that's that's how that's how much I I enjoy you all's company. But going back to the bull, bull, you don't look like a French mafia mafioso. You do, you know, you do look like you came from Jersey or something, part of Soprano group. So shout out to you. <laughs> See, thank you. That's what you know. What yeah. I want to be a Soprano. That's a compliment. It is a hundred percent. It's a compliment. I appreciate that. I should have been on the Sopranos. For crying out loud, I could have been a great mafia man. He would have pulled that off. <laughs> Baby bull. Well, it, so obviously, and we appreciate that you watch the show. Thank you so much. And the fact yeah. that you know the show, you know that I, I it's and so I'm a member too. I'm a paid member too. Big, look at that, <laughs> paid member. <laughs> that I am still bitter about the the Bengals not making the Super Bowl. Of course. Oh, I'm uh, not. Yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> but like, you're not in Arizona if they made the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm curious, Aaron, because I think that. I think that the you know the the Bengals are the only team that had Patrick Mahomes' number, and I'm not even sure that they really had his number, but they're the only team that had zero lack of confidence against the Chiefs, and I think the fact that they got over the only hill really they had to climb means they're coming in cool and calm, and and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna win this game. I I think that one hurdle they got over makes things easier. I know Jay mentioned last week, and you can speak for himself, but that he thought maybe that was their Super Bowl in a way. I look at it the opposite, that they got over their biggest hurdle of the last you know year and change, and now they're, they're like, we got this. What do you think? 100% agree. Um, it, that was a loss, again, you know, the, the two losses that they had last year, especially in the AFC Championship game, that was something that they, they carried over into the entire offseason talking to the players in OTAs and, and in the preseason, stuff like that. That that particular loss in the second half of Cincinnati last year was something that they they struggled to, to get past because they had a complete meltdown. Um, I, I'm, now, I'm not going to say the Super Bowl is going to be any easier, but the, but the simple fact that, A, they did get past that hurdle because it, it starts to become a mental issue where Kansas City had problems getting past New England um, uh, You know, when, when Brady was over here before, you know, before they finally slayed the giant in New England, I think the year that in 2019, and then when they, you know, I, they didn't have to play them in the playoffs, but, you know, but losing to them in 2018 in the AFC Championship game and then going to New England the following season, beating them, that let them know that if you have to go back on the road and play them, that you could beat them. And so they've been, they've been fortunate enough to never have to play a road game um, uh, with Patrick Mahomes so far, but that loss, that loss against, against the Bengals last year stung them more, stung them so badly that even the game that they lost to in Cincinnati in December had an effect on them because they were leading the ball game going into the fourth quarter. Travis Kelsey had that strip, uh, you know, got stripped of the football and fumbled, yeah. and the Chiefs never got a chance to score again. And so that was so that was something that had been on their mind that they they've had the lead going into the game the last um, into the fourth quarter in, in all those games and to find a way to lose it. But look, you got to remember, 
even two weeks ago when they played Cincinnati, they had five sacks and two interceptions and still almost lost the game. Now, yep. for someone who was sitting in the press box, trust me, I was going crazy. So, you know, it, 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 it becomes a situation where you had to get over that hurdle. Otherwise, you know, it might be Burrowhead Stadium or, some, you know, whatever they decided to name it. Darren, for the Chiefs to win Super Bowl 57, what absolutely must happen? Uh, they have to keep Patrick Mahomes clean. First and foremost, mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, his, his, his ankle is about 85 to 90%. You cannot, you know, I think the big matchup is going to be Orlando Brown and, and Andrew Wally, the outside tackles, uh, and, and keeping making sure that Patrick Mahomes, you know, stays upright because we know what Hassan Reddick and, and, and what those, what that defensive line can do. If they can keep him upright and, and allow Patrick Mahomes to do what he does best, and look, he works magic when he's, you know, when he's able to run outside the pocket. Right. I prefer he doesn't, but that's where things happen. But, you know, when he's when he's able to break away from the script and, and make plays, I think that that is what is going to help Kansas City win. And, and for me, they have to score in the 30s in this ball game. I, I don't think a 21-20 game is going to suit Kansas City fine at all. You know, Darren, First of all, shout out to you, uh, you know, for, for pulling up, man. Once again, um, I don't know how much you're getting paid, but yeah, I don't know. You got a men's warehouse deal, but I need in on it. I need something. <laughs> like, I refuse. I do have a suit sponsor. I do have a suit sponsor. There you I, go, man. I, I you got to get in on that. Say nothing. Listen, he's put together right now. I mean, uh, that yeah, that is, he, uh, that's a point. Oh, this, 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 this is this that's is great. Tuesday. <laughs> this oh, is you only up the Tuesday. game every day. I build huh? up the game day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that's I got a brand. I build up every day. Yeah, man. Man, that's hey, it's working for you. Uh, uh, by, by Sunday, he's going to be wearing the Kyle Kuzma puffy uh, puffy <laughs> suit or whatever the hell that was. Darren, <laughs> <laughs> let me see you out here in the space suit. He be like, "Here, <laughs> well, dog, this hey, is fire." Well, here's, I mean, I can't. You know, look. Everybody wants me to wear the suit that they won the Super Bowl. Uh, that they, you know, that they won uh, at the Super Bowl. And I I can't find it right now because when I do, I'll have to pull. Oh, here it is, right here. So yeah, if I if, if I were to wear that, oh, that is oh, nice, what, very nice. Oh, wow. Now, is yeah, that so does that one make you know, the trip with you? Is that a, is that a possible no. for Sunday? No, 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 no. I know that. Darren's like, man, no, my rotation's so fresh. Like every three months, in and out, back. new suit in. I do, I do want to. I, wanna, I have so many suits. My my guy's name is Todd uh, Todd White. I have so many suits that. I can't even hang up in the cloud. I got I got suits piled up that I wear once that I have piled up on my on my on my couch in my office. Good for oh you, goodness. man. That's awesome. Let me ask you this question: I, What do you make of this? We talk about it all the time. Sometimes you text me, um, and we talk back and forth. And Eric B. Enemy is is going to uh, Baltimore to to, to apparently. Uh, you know, he's not. He, he, he okay. let me stop you. Last night, last night, he said the only interview he's had is the one with the Indianapolis Colts. He hasn't taken, he hasn't done any any lateral interviews at all, and and is not sure if he's going to do any even after the Super Bowl. Wow. And, and he shouldn't. That because I, I was going to be mad that I, he was doing lateral interviews. Right. My yeah. point is, what is it? What does it take for him to get a job? What does it take? Like I don't, you know, I've never really quite seen this before. Uh, a coordinator who is, even if you want to say that he's not calling the plays, but he is an integral part of what they're doing offensively. I've never seen a guy run and have that much, that much, you know, just cachet and, and, and accolades where he just doesn't get, I don't, I don't understand. What is it going to take? Uh, well, look, man, now, this, this has been the only grape I've had with with uh, Adam the Bull is, is, is you know, giving him to read all the credit as it relates to the play calling. Now, according to Andy and, and, and even and even uh, even Eric Bienemy, Eric Bienemy calls 52 percent of the plays. And he calls 48. Now, and he can always pull the head coach trump card if he wants mm-hmm. to. But that's that is what they have said on record on, on how the play calling goes. Be that as it may, it, it it is an interesting scenario where you look at Matt Nagy, you look at Doug Peterson, and you look at you know Sean McVay's coaching tree and stuff like that. These coaches never call plays until they got a chance to to become a head coach somewhere else. Now, look, how much of it is race? I, I'm not. I, I'm look. I, I think 95% of it has to do with race. I think the other 5%, you know, is a lot of well. They want to discredit him to give Andy Reid all the credit. Because look, if the Chiefs score 45 points in the game Sunday, Andy Reid's going to be given the credit when it comes, you know, when it comes to the amount of points being scored. But like the Indianapolis game that they lost in, in Week Three, 
hell, you know, Eric Bieniemy and and Patrick Mahomes are kind of going at it right before halftime. Everybody blaming, you know, Eric Bieniemy for the loss after the game because they only scored 16 points in that game. So it's, you know, so he's in a no-win situation. I don't know what it is. He, he he's gone. He's gone through all the training. He's gone through all the through all the uh, uh, stuff that the NFL had had in the had in the uh, back in May. Uh, the you know diversity training. I, I mean, I I really just don't know. I think it's going to have to be someone that's going to have to really take a chance. And I tell people all the time, if Eric Bieniemy was an issue in Kansas City, who do you think Clark Hunt is going to side with, Eric Bieniemy or the person that he has a half a billion dollar investment in? And so. You know the the players believe in him. The players love him. They they believe in him. Tyreek Hill, even when he left, said that, you know, Eric Bieniemy is that guy, and the players would run through a run through a wall for him. So, I don't have the answer because if I did, he'd be a head coach by now, and I'd probably be you know his PR person or something. But uh, I, I really just don't have an answer. I think you know, the Indianapolis Colts they they have not named a head coach yet. So perhaps you know something could be uh, lined up in the waiting after the Super Bowl game. Darren, let me and let me clarify, obviously, because you brought up the fact that I, you know, it's not that I don't want to give Eric Bieniemy credit for me personally. It's just when we've argued with with Jay about the fact that, you know, offense like the, yeah. the offensive head coaches <clears throat> call the plays, I, you know, and you're saying it's 50-50, which is fine. And Eric Bieniemy should have been given, not been given. He's earned an opportunity earned to it, be yeah. a head coach. There's not it's not about giving anything. He's earned it. Uh, obviously, race plays a factor. Who, yeah, who knows what percentage. But uh, it, it is it is crazy that this offense has had this much success for this long. And it's, yes, obviously Patrick Mahomes gets a ton of credit because he may be the most talented football player we've ever seen. I, I think he's the best football player I've ever seen five years into a career. I, I don't even think it's close for me. And Andy Reid obviously gets a lot of credit. So because of that, Eric Bieniemy probably gets less credit, but he certainly – Deserves plenty of credit and has earned an opportunity in my mind. Darren, let and, me ask and, you. A- and, 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 uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Adam. Quickly, I will say to your point, that is also a reason why it baffles me why uh, the chief general manager Brett Veach doesn't get a lot of credit for for the moves that he's made. Think about it. You trade Tyree Kill in the offseason and, and all the moves that the AFC West made and bringing Khalil Mack to the Chargers. You're bringing Russell uh, Russell Wilson over, and here it is. You know, you, you get you get five draft picks and you bring in MVS. You bring in Juju. I mean, you got six rookies potentially starting on this team, yeah. and here you are back in the Super Bowl with a 14th day record. And I, I've been baffled as to why he's not even in the conversation for and executive of the year. It's a great point, and I'll even throw in two years ago when we saw the Chiefs' offensive line in the Super Bowl was hideous, and they turned it around, and now they got one of the best yeah. offensive lines in football. They exactly. they can draft, no, they recognize that, and, talent. And, on a worldwide stage, on a world, yeah. they, they they saw how decimated that Chiefs offensive line was, and boom, they they had a remake. They had five new starters, which is why the Cincinnati loss in the AFC Championship game was disappointing because they wanted to go back and kind of finish what they didn't get a chance to do mm. in uh, uh, against Tampa. Darren, I, I want to dig in a little bit on what you said. I think we've all known that Andy and Eric share the play calling, but they, I've never heard it specifically put. 52% and 48%. Yeah, that's that's incredibly yeah. specific, first yeah. of all. And secondly, yeah. are they going like series by series? Yeah, half? This yeah. is very strange. I Well, obviously, the last voice that Patrick hears is that is that of Eric Bieniemy. So, look, I asked Eric last night at the opening, you know, like, what did, what, what, what does he feel they need to do to kind of beat um, – to, to, to be Philadelphia, he said, you know, they feel like they need to run the ball. So I had to point out, I said, you are the offensive coordinator. You can call some run plays. And so <laughs> he was, and so he, he joked about it. It was like, well, it, you know, I might be selling the running back position out. So, um, I mean, that's something. Do we just not know? Jason, I mean, we just don't know the answer. Like they've kept that sort of close to the vest and, and how they decide yeah, who calls because, what. Yeah, because, and look, and to Andy's credit, you know, he, he's someone that, when they win, he shares all the credit, and when they lose, he takes all the blame. So I can't, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's really hard because they'll never be as specific as as Bienemy was in, in their press at the time that he told us. Because, you know, hell, I, I think I was the one that asked the question, like, how much are you calling? Because, you know, because I get tired year in and year out, people talking about he can't interview well or, or, or he doesn't call the play. So I'm like, look, man, for once and for all, What's the percentage? You know, what, what do you call? And, he, and he, you know, and he, but again, yeah. Andy Reid being the head coach at the end of the day, 
you know, he can he can pull rank, which again I ask Andy, how you know, I know you get Spagnolo, you know, uh unfettered act, you know, with the defense, but if it ain't going right, are you as a head coach going to pull rank and do something? He, you know, he kind of avoided that. So, so I get the situation that you all deal with with Kevin Stefanski um, yeah. in Cleveland because in, in a situation like that, that's that's what we deal with with uh, with Andy when it comes to the defense. Darren, I think the other element to this is historically in his career, he has been Andy that innovative, yeah. creative offensive mind, and I remember having conversations with folks on this exact topic. What is what is holding Eric back? And I'll just throw this out there and see if you agree with it. A lot of the folks that I was talking to told me that they even even if he's calling half of the plays, the general perception is that Andy is the motor and the brains behind this offense. He's the architect of it. When you see these creative hook and ladders and all these different things that that they will throw at you, particularly their goal line package. The commentators never mention Eric. It's always Andy Reid. What a brilliant mind. How much of that offense that is that is installed there is from Andy, if you've ever asked this question, and what input does Eric have when it comes to actually designing, not calling the plays, but designing the offense? It, that, that's a fair question. That's a fair point that you that you bring up. Um, Andy probably probably does create a lot. You got to remember in the Super Bowl that they won, I think he used the Rose Bowl uh, uh, deal uh, from 1948 that he used that he used in that in that game against the 49ers. Uh, we've asked that question. They spend an enormous amount of time uh, uh, at the sta- at the stadium, even during the offseason, where they're where they're always drawing a place. Because I-, I think what they try to do is they try to utilize all the talent you know that they have and try to and try to put these players in position to make plays plays and so uh to your point and i i think a lot of it is andy because he's done it for a longer period of time i remember you're bringing a running back who was a running backs coach and that that they got elevated uh to an oc and eric Bieniemy. people forget he was an offensive coordinator at the college level at colorado now i don't know how much you know people want to credit that to his transfer to the to, to the nfl but you know he's done it before but the creativity i will admit a lot of it probably does stem from andy because really I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, all you're doing is, is laying up at night thinking of how many gadget plays and what can I do. And, yeah. you know, we see Patrick throwing the ball left hand. Patrick is going to throw probably a pass behind his back in this game. Yeah. No, Patrick, because people, Patrick has said that, you know, you might see it in this game. And, yeah. and wow. you know, for me, it drives me crazy because I'm like, man, you're going to do it the wrong time. Somebody's going to pick six and, and then I'm going to be really upset because, yeah. you know, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but, you know, I, I do, you know, I do a little sports book here and there. Oh, so, sure. You know, so it, 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 so it, you know, it bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and trust me, they know too. Yeah. They know too. Travis hey, Kelsey, hey, Travis training Kelsey, right that's there, for the Raiders game. <laughs> hey, Travis Kelsey, right before the Raiders game, you know, I asked him, I said, you know, the last time last time you played the Raiders, you had four touchdowns in the game. He said, yeah, that's all I did. I said, yeah, I know. And everybody started cracking up laughing because I had a parlay bet where, you know, if he if he, if he, if he had 76 yards, I went $5,000. He only had four touchdowns, which it helped, but I needed the yards. And he only had 25 receiving yards that game. Oh, I'll never forgive him for that. that hey, Darren, fantastic. you know, you mentioned that Eric Bieniemy said to you they want to run the ball. You know, it's funny when it comes to drafting, right? You never know. They drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire high, right? Like, he was like the 32nd pick or something like that a few yeah. years ago. And then yep. they draft this Isaiah Pacheco, who's who like this? a seventh-round pick out of Rutgers. Rutgers. Baby, New yeah. Jersey. And he's just based on the eye test. And obviously, I, wa- I watch the Chiefs play a lot, not as much as you, but I watch them a lot. Pacheco is a million times better than Clyde Edwards-Lair, no? Oh, of course. Yeah. Look, I have been I I have been trying to be the cheerleader to bring Kareem Hunt back to Kansas City. But when I that saw Pacheco, I had to shut my mouth and was like, let me just be quiet. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, hey, Pacheco runs violently. You know, I talked to him after every game. He, he, he has, you know, he runs with a chip on the shoulder of being a seventh-round draft pick. And so – you just see it, and 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 we thought in the preseason that he'd probably be the start about week seven, week eight. Man, he was start about week four uh, against uh, against Tampa Bay, I think it was. And the thing is, not that Clyde's not a good person or anything like that, but he he doesn't move the line. I mean, to me, he's just too small to be a starting running back in the yeah. NFL. Pacheco runs angry. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I was talking to my oh, son yeah. who watched him play at Rutgers. My son coaches track there. 
He said, Dad, he wasn't even a difference maker here. Like, when, when I heard that he got drafted, he literally was like, wait, Pacheco just got drafted? Yeah. Because he was just – he was just, now, my son coaches sprinters and jumpers, and he's always looking at guys on the football team that he would like to bring over to run the 100 and the 2, and he had always identified Pacheco as a kid he would love to coach track because of his natural speed. But he goes, Dad, he was just fast. Yeah. He was That's it. He never made a play that made anybody at Rutgers go, oh, my God, we got to use this guy more. But Andy Reid gets him in the right situation. Yeah. Indictment on that Rutgers football. I know we got to let you go at 50, but real quickly here because you brought it up. I, I don't know where uh, Hunt is going from here. I really don't. I mean, it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be back here. I, I just look at him and the success he had in that offense with Andy, and I can't think that wear and tear has worn him down. Obviously, he's three years older now, but is that – are you hearing any discussion like that, that Kansas City might be interested in trying to bring him back and see if they can recreate that magic? No, I don't think so, because you got three running backs or four running backs, and you're essentially paying $8 million for him. So, right. it you know, it becomes a cost thing. And that's what makes uh, Brett Veach so valuable, because, look, they, they had 10 draft picks, nine of them made the team, and 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 at least eight of them are contributing right now, and here they here they are in the Super Bowl. So you look at that, they really don't have a reason to bring them back, especially when yeah. you got a seventh-round draft pick who's going to be a starter for the next few years, and you're paying them seventh-round draft got him, Yeah, I got him on that Real quick deal. before Michael you go, Harmon. Michael Harmon, can we get him? Can we get him? Well, wait, 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 no, no, more important than yes. that. You can get him. More important than that, do you know the Joe Jarevicius G. Bush story that happened in Kansas City, no. of course? Oh, Gee, you no, got to tell, tell the story tell, real tell, quick. Oh, oh my We don't God. have time to go through oh, the whole thing don't? right now. We got to bring Darren back after the Chiefs. <laughs> right. We, we give him 30 home. seconds. A radio station in Kansas City. Not yours. Thought they were getting Joe Jurevicius on before one of the Super Bowls. Yeah. Somehow, in the transfer of numbers, they gave him G. Bush's phone number, and G. Bush figures this out early in the interview and doesn't want to embarrass the host, <laughs> so he does an entire five, ten-minute interview as, as Bro Juravicious. They thought they were talking to Joe. That's dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was, it you was... gotta listen to it. It's in our oh archives. God. It is one of the funniest stories. I'll send you the clip, ever. Darren. I got thanks, ever. Thanks, Darren. Darren, I you were awesome. Right? Hey, thank you all so much, G. Bush. I'll holler at you, Jason. I'm Matilda Nate, uh, Nate Taylor. You said hello as well. Yes, sir. <laughs> Nate's a good dude. Thank you. Very well done. Yeah, Darren was great. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. A great yeah, wardrobe. Good. Like he's the yeah. best dressed person we've had on our yeah. show. I'm he jealous. Is. I, don't like that. I can't believe on. you're friendly with him and you haven't told him that story. He's from Kansas City. Man, well, when I talk to him, I talk to him about black things. <laughs> <laughs> we be talking about everything, right? And, and by the way, he does like he, he he's being polite. Him and Patrick Mahomes, they got this same deal, right? Like a men's warehouse deal. Yeah. And I'm like, they they both dress up and they like battle each other. Yeah. Like wow, it's crazy. Really? And, and and he be winning. I don't like yeah, that. that. Is he was... from Kansas City originally or no? I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, what do you got uh, there, Mikey? We're going to see the meme kit in a sec, but because it's from the internet, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils, our right. favorite airfoil makers in Come all of America. Are you looking Come for back. a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Mm -hmm. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time mm -hmm. off, and signing bonuses. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. They're the best airfoils in the game, and it's not even close. I wouldn't trust any other airfoil. You know them wouldn't. job numbers came out. You might want to go over there. You know, ain't no, ain't no recession no more. Get you that 18 and that signing bonus. That's Stop right. playing. That's right. So you guys, I'm sure you've seen the meme. It's the Popeyes kid, but yeah. now he is a college football player in the greater Cleveland area. Great. And Steve, roll the package, buddy. Pal. From memes to dreams. Wow. To be honest, it, it felt pretty normal because I'm not the type of person to say, you know, I have all this big fame. Meet Dennis Collin, a freshman football player at nearby Lake Erie College. Oh, you've seen him before. Trust me. So tell us the background on, on the original meme. I mean, you're at a Popeye's nine years ago. <laughs> you're waiting for food. A complete stranger out of nowhere starts filming nine-year-old Colin at a Popeye's as a joke. It quickly becomes one of the most popular video memes in the country. It <laughs> blows up. At first, it wasn't all that funny. When it happened, I really must start crying to my mom because it's like. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Why am I in the spotlight? I don't want to be in the spotlight. Colin's parents weren't too thrilled. I mean, why poke fun at a little kid, even trying to get it removed from the internet? But Colin is cashing in now and pretty excited about it. I was actually in the cafe with my roommate and uh, some teammates, seen a message, just got super excited, dropped the phone, started dancing, because it's like, it's finally happening. Oh, it's happening all right. Popeye says it is now a proud sponsor of Dennis Collin, compensating him with name, image, and likeness dollars, a recent policy change to NCAA rules. Colin is now featured on Popeye's billboards, <laughs> various fire. advertisements, and he's back all over social media, now as an imposing 18-year-old college football athlete. His new head coach at Lake Erie, DJ Bolden, all about it. I could never guess the gravity of it all, but living in it now, I'm in full support of guys being compensated um, for their likeness. I wonder if he knew Tell he us about Dennis. What kind of person is he? He's a very big personality, as you probably already know. Um, he's a singer. He's a dancer. He's a very good communicator. Um, he's kind of shy, but once you get to know him, he's a big telly, teddy bear. Colin is hoping his story can inspire kids across the country to follow their dreams. <laughs> Embrace man. everything that's going on. And even if it's in a bad way, everything bad can be flipped into a good way. And one more little nugget from this. You yeah. like that pun intended? I, I love what you did there. My man can neither confirm nor deny, but I have it on very good footing. It might make an appearance in a Super Bowl commercial this Sunday. Wow, good for wow. him. I hope because he does. Because I never like that. Nor deny. Honestly, what? it's interesting that he said he didn't like it when he was a kid because, like, you shouldn't be putting kids like that on there. Yeah, I, that my he didn't volunteer was, for that. Yeah, my first thought was he was obviously mocking him. Right. Um, and that wasn't funny. No, it wasn't funny. I, I, I love how karma has flipped. Yes. And now, if he's in a Super Bowl ad, he's getting banked. Yes. If that's if that's Good true. for him. And shout I hope out. it is. And by the way, shout out to that good. coach, too. Unlike these old curmudgeon idiots like Jim Beheim, is like, yeah, I think these kids should be able to make money. I wonder if when he was recruiting him, he knew that that was the kid. The kid also won a state yeah. championship I, in last high school year. in New Jersey. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, if you win a state championship in New Jersey. At Camden. That's wow, really? Yeah. He went to Camden High? I'll double check, but yeah, oh, shout out, shout yeah. out, man. I'll be I'll be so happy when I'll be seeing these dudes get money, man. Yeah, it's a great I'll be story. so happy. Because it's just like, man, you know, you, you you look at people that started off as somebody trying to play around with you and clown yeah. you. Now now you can say, like you said, hey, take a roll with it, man. That's just And the that's guy who clowned him is nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's out of here. Oh, you went to East Orange High School. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Shout still, that's still that's, that's, not the nicest of areas. No, it's and a very tough it, it, public it, football league it, up there. Very, very, very tough. tough. Very tough. And I bet you he get Popeye's chicken sandwiches for free. I hope oh, so. Oh, yeah. you deal. guarantee he can be, yeah. I, Popeye's I mean, or KFC? Popeye's, 1,000% every get, time. I'm KFC. Sorry, if, man. If you get, if you get some Popeye's or, fries. If you get some original recipe Ooh, and, and it's hitting that KFC, it's different. Look by the way, can I share a story that you guys are laughing at me for? Yeah. I've never eaten at Popeye's Stop. because what? I applied for a job there and didn't get it. <laughs> wow, you hold a grudge, bro. That's stupid. Petty. You're missing out. I'm just telling you, you're missing Petty out. I also didn't get Petty a job at Baskin-Robbins that same summer, so I refused so to eat Baskin-Robbins and I refused to eat at Popeye's. Why would you ever go to Baskin-Robbins when you had Carvel know, right there? I want to know why you couldn't get hired at either one of those places. Yeah, that's what embarrassing the hell was character flaw. Why did they hire you here? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it was, yeah, it was who can't get a job at those places? Popeye's, no. Baskin Robbins, no. UCSS, that's like, being, that's like being rejected from community college. I mean, well, it was when I did my internship in LA. I needed money because I was broke as hell. Sure, LA is not cheap. And I was like, "What hours can you work?" And I was like, "Well, either nights, but not Friday, Saturday, Sunday." Oh yeah, and so you're that so, guy. Yeah, I was. I don't want to spend my weekends in LA working at Popeyes. No offense to Popeyes, it sounds like a great establishment, but you should have hired me anyway. And I'll so, yeah, I didn't get the job. Wow. And now I refuse to eat a Popeye's because Don't eat a Popeye's because it is addictive. I have, I have worked at three chain restaurants. Have you really? Believe it or not. Wait, can we guess them? 
Yeah, go ahead. How Mc- much time? See, we got McDonald's seconds. for sure. No. no. No, definitely not McDonald's. Wendy's. Pizza Hut. You told me Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's one. He was a waiter at Pizza Hut. And a manager. And a manager. Wow, manager of pizza. I want to speak to the manager when Bull comes out. <laughs> That's right. Never mind. Oh, that, that, is, that is a Karen's worst fear. Oh, right. my God. Oh, God. No, no, what no. do you want, lady? No, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. Bleep you. This is the best pizza I've ever had. Little Caesars? <laughs> Little Caesars, no. Is it in the pizza world? or it would No, the other is not in the pizza world. Five Guys. No. Burger King. No. Taco Wendy's. Bell. Taco Bell is too. Taco I was Bell? a manager at a Taco Bell in Brooklyn, yes. Oh, that's great. 30 seconds. Like 21. Uh, just tell us the last one, Bull. I'm forgetting it now. I can't remember the third one. Uh, it's the Vasek. Oh, Friendlies. I worked it's at Friendlies. Friendlies. Yeah. That's Friday. Did you ever in drive-thru at Taco Bell? I ne- we didn't have a drive-thru. I got, wow. fired, I got fired from a grocery store. I'll tell you that story another day. Fired <laughs> well done. Oh, what the hell were you doing? <laughs> no. Actually, I was innocent. This is wrong with you. They're all innocent, Jason. <laughs> See you all the time. They're all innocent, but. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.